Welcome back to Well That's Interesting, the This Is Bizarre Even For This Show edition. What? <laughs> I don't even know what that could be. I know. How could we get even more bizarre? Yeah, it happened. Today's the day. Really? Yes. Are you sure? <laughs> it's, it's kind of, yeah, it's weird. It's weird, and then it's funny weird. Okay, I'll believe it <laughs> when I see it. Today is in between 102, death after soft drink consumption. Okay, that's pretty bizarre. <laughs> is and world's oldest, world's oldest edible ham. <laughs> ding ding ding. That's the one. <laughs> I can get it out. Talk about a, uh, it's okay, but you did. Yeah. yeah. Uh, talk about yeah. something I've never thought of before. Yeah. Um, I know. I'm glad I'm thinking about it now, though. There's quite a story behind that ham. Good. There yeah. should be. <laughs> and, uh, I'm Jill Chacha, and I'm with the uh, just very curious Marissa Riley. That's me. I got to know more about this goddamn ham. <laughs> Was it in a can? It is not in a can. Oh, God, then I have no answers. It is, uh, it is edible. It is not in a can. Uh, it's very old. We'll, we'll get it, into the very long story about it. The only other question I have is, is it good? <laughs> <laughs> Some say yes. Oh, okay. Some say it's the best in the world. We'll, we'll get to the story. Oh, my God! Yeah, I know. Okay, okay. Uh, if this is your first time listening, welcome to the flock. Welcome. Dr. Riley here comes in cold and learns everything in real time, just like you. It's true. I really had no idea what we were going to talk about today. And now that I do, I'm yeah. kind of hungry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it goes together. It's a good pairing. Yeah. Uh, today, my friends, is a strange one. Uh, we have two very odd stories, but each for very different reasons. Okay. Um, in the first half of the show, we have ourselves a medical mystery oh. and and maybe even a first. I um, love a medical mystery that's also a first. Yeah. So fun. So, so Bodies. fun. Bodies. I mean. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Things going in, coming out. Always coming <laughs> out. <laughs> so, so many things coming out. Crazy. Uh, now, I don't want to give away all the details now, but if you've ever shotgunned a soda or chugged anything carbonated on a hot day, I mean, today is Labor Day, so yeah. that's happened. Today was the day. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you'll be asking yourself, how could a patient end up the way he did? Oof. I mean, I did, I told you, I, I chugged a, a soda yesterday, which I never do because I was so thirsty and yeah. it was like a fancy adaptogen Ooh. soda with like vitamins mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. boost your mood mm-hmm. and um <laughs> the, your mood. the vitamins were just laxatives <laughs> and i was like i guess that boosts your mood when I you love- feel skinnier yeah. but i looked at the ingredients i was like this is just fancy laxatives it just makes you shit you could have just put that on the bottle. It makes you shit. Yeah, you don't, have to, you don't have point. to circle around it with this, like, <laughs> mood-enhancing stuff. You can just say it makes you feel skinny. There you go. And, it, you know, everyone, everyone loves to poop. Everyone, who doesn't? You know, you feel so accomplished. You feel so special, beautiful. Instant happiness is a poop. It's true. Put and it confidence. Put it on. <laughs> tell your mom. She knows. Instant happiness. <laughs> Uh, Do you like how quickly I got into moms and butts on the show? Oh my god. So, after the break, uh, we're going to cleanse our palate with ham. Good. Uh, Extremely old ham. Love it. And, yes, my friends, look, the U.S. loves capitalism, pork products, and tourist attractions, and this lighthearted story just has has it all. Oh. It's... 
It's got, it's a combo. It's a good ham sandwich of those things. I, I love a good ham story. It's a, it's not, <laughs> she, you were, she, she was smiling ear to ear. There's not enough <laughs> ham stories. No one eats ham anymore. Everyone eats, America loves pork products. That's Come on. true. I love ham. I had so. a, I had ham the other day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That's a great story. Yep. Did y'all like that one? I could tell it again if you want. <laughs> so before we get into any ham story, we got to head on over to Chaoyang Hospital in Beijing. Ooh, la la. It was here a year ago. A rather usual, a rather, I'm sorry, a rather unusual series of events took place as published uh, in the September 21 issue of the journal Clinics and Research in Hepatology and Gastroenterology. Oh, I love me some gastroenterology There's a whole journal. I was about to say shit, but that's just too (laughs) uh, on the nose. Um, That's amazing. This journal has all the shit. If you want... Lol. Yeah. (laughs) They're on it, so... Uh, now, as for our patient, we don't know the, the, the young man's name, but we do know two things about him. Uh, he was 22 years old, and by all accounts, he was healthy, with no previous reoccurring ailments. Okay. Uh, but on one particular day, the patient entered this hospital's emergency room in some terrible goddamn shape. Oh, no. Uh, he complained of severe upper abdominal pain. Okay. As oh, well. no. Yeah. <laughs> I know. As well as swelling in the area. And this had gone on for somewhere between four to six hours. I'm proud of him. At 22, right? I would not have gone in. That's true. I would have been like, yeah, I would have won it. I would have gone to work for the next yes. six months. Yeah, I mean. Just dealing with it. How many times have we just talked about a patient who waited like months later to, go, to get yeah. To, to a doctor. Also, there was like a good 10 years when we were all wearing skinny jeans. Oh, God. And hurting. Yeah. Hurting. Yeah. But, yeah. But none so, of us went to the doctor. I'm glad he did. Yeah. After four to six hours. So his vitals also revealed he was experiencing a bonkers elevated heart rate. Uh, 130 beats per minute. Sounds like a lot. Yeah. For comparison right now. You and I are experiencing like 60 to 100 beats. Okay. This guy was 130. Oh, my. So something is up. Uh, his breathing rate was super elevated as well. His breathing was 32 times a minute. Oh, my where, God. Where 12 to 16 breaths is your average. So That's a lot. Also, I, I check my heart rate when I'm running. Yeah. Th- this is an actual brag. I can't believe I'm bragging about running. Yeah. But um, I check it on the treadmill, and it's usually in the 80s or 90s when I'm running. When you're running. So can you believe, like, 130? Oh, my God. Yeah. He's like a hummingbird. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. So this was a clear sign his body was working overtime to get oxygen to organs or a particular organ, but... As to which one that needed it the most, that was still in question. Until, Dr. Marissa, what piece of information did the patient provide that helped doctors narrow down what they should be looking for? Oh my God, I would love to talk about it. All right, from the dailymail.co.uk, quote, he told doctors at Beijing's Xiaoyang Hospital that he had rapidly downed 1.5 liters of Coca-Cola to help cool off due to the hot weather end quote (laughs) oh my god dude yeah chill the fuck out that is yeah i was about to ask are you okay but obviously (laughs) no the answer is going to be no it's a big no 1.5 liters okay so a liter is that thing that comes with like a pizza yep so So 
Maybe even oh, yeah, a little bigger. A little bigger One than that. One and a half. Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah, that's right, my friends. He chugged over a liter of Coke, and he chugged it, he said, in less than 10 minutes. That's too fast. That's super fast. Did he not burp? Is that what's uh, happening? <gasps> I'm glad you brought that up because when so i chug cool. carbonated stuff oh yeah it's coming out one one or the other direction as as it should as it should and it's coming out loud and clear oh yeah uh, can't miss it put a pin in that all right all right all put, right put a pin in that direction okay I th- okay I think, yeah yeah you <laughs> so, got it <laughs> so between this his vitals and the abdominal pain doctors knew to get his ass in a ct scanner stat fuck yeah so dr marissa our resident internist. That's me. If you will. Say moi. <laughs> I'd like to show you two of those CT scans. Now, in the first one, we're looking at his liver and uh, think of this as an aerial view looking from his head down. Okay. Okay. okay? And uh, if you would, please describe to us, you know, to the best of your ability, what the arrows are pointing at. Okay. okay? And uh, in the second photo, we'll be looking at some intestines. Mwah. And uh, if you would, please tell us what the arrows are, point- what, what the arrows are pointing at there. And, uh, of course, all photos of whatever the hell we're talking about will be on our social media stuff. So please come on by and take a look at this guy's liver. Uh, what do you think, Dr. Riley? Hmm. Right <laughs> all right, so I'm looking at a liver. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know what's normal or not normal yeah. for a liver, but I do see arrows. Yes. <laughs> conveniently placed. <laughs> That's right. And I, I'm looking at the liver and it kind of looks like it's solid except for some little sort of cracks of space. You got it. Like kind of, um, it, you know how like when you look at a brain, there's those little swirls. It's kind of like, it, it yeah. looks like, you know what it looks like? You know when you're on a plane, I'm really taking this in a different direction. <laughs> you know when you're on a plane and you look down at a lake and they're kind of oh, splintering off little like tributaries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what it kind of looks like, but um in, in the your liver. liver. Yeah. A lot of Did um, I describe that so weird? Just perfectly. What it was it was art. Thanks. It was art. Thanks. <laughs> it was art, Dr. Marissa. Yeah. Just like you said, it's a lot of dark spots. Oh, that's that's the yeah. phrase. I always go into this like really complicated way. I'm like, it's like a river from an airplane. And then you're like, it's dark spots. <laughs> it's dark spots. You get, that's what it is. There are dark it's, spots in the it's liver. It's all correct. It's all totally right. Thank it's you. all totally spot on. No pun intended. Yeah, these are dark, dark spots connected with dark, wispy lines. Oh. And uh, would you say the same or similar for the intestinal area? Okay, so that was his liver. Okay, okay. That's up, and now we're going down into the intestines. What do you see? Yes, this time I am equipped to explain what I see. <laughs> I see more dark spots. Oh, so many. These are more like circles. Yes, definitely Circle, more circular. Circular dark spots, kind of like little bubbles. Little bubbles. Oh, she said the magic word. Oh, shit. Yes. I also burped while saying it, so. <laughs> Fitting. Connecting. Yeah. So, well, it's time to diagnose. All right, hold on to your butts, my friends. Uh, CT scans found that he had pneumatosis. Oh, God. Pneumatosis is a fancy pants word for an abnormal presence of gas. Oh, I'm going to start using that word daily. <laughs> Uh, and that's what all the dark areas are. There are a number of air pockets or gassed cysts. Oh, gas cysts. Talk about two horrifying things I hate yeah. combined into one. Yes. I hate gas. I hate cysts. You put them together and I'm sweating. Yeah. Oh, God. Tell me more. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
So basically what happened here was when the sudden and swift chug the sudden swift chug led to gas gathering in his intestines and yeah. the increase in pressure then pushed the excessive amount of gas up through his portal vein. Oh, shut up. One of the liver's main blood vessels. No. Yeah. No, cuz it oh, it had to go somewhere. It had to go somewhere, y'all. Yeah. And, oh, God. And if you're wondering how exactly, how in the world could gas get from the intestine to the liver and what the fuck is a portal vein? Yeah, I'm assuming it's this is all bad. It's not good. Yep. So don't worry. I got you. Uh, it's imagination time. All right. Okay. We're taking a ride on the portal vein and its tributaries. Good all right? times. That sounds like a 70s folk song. <laughs> in the portal vein. Okay, sorry. It's like a... Uh, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. No, I and don't. The sun. <laughs> <laughs> Do you mean hair? Yes. <laughs> this is the dawning That's of the it. portal vein. Okay. <laughs> <It's> the, dawning. <laughs> the dawning of the portal vein. Yep, you got there it. We go. There we See? go. <laughs> Take See? a trip you on got the me. portal vein. Okay. <laughs> she got me. So everyone, please imagine your torso like you're looking straight at it. You okay? got it. Okay, great. <laughs> now point to your belly button. Okay. Now move it to the left. Now move your finger to the left. Okay. Uh, now move your finger three inches or eight centimeters or so up. Okay. Congrats. Congratulations. You just rode the portal vein. That's so fun. That's it. That's all it is. So, Dr. Marissa, please tell us about the connection and why this tiny but damn important vein is just so damn important. I... <laughs> I, I would love to tell you and not sing it. Okay. It's a, as, <laughs> as described by the wiki, by the way. Wonderful. Love the wiki. All right. Quote, the portal vein is a blood vessel that carries blood from the gastrointestinal tract, gallbladder, pancreas, and spleen to the liver. Mm -hmm. This blood contains nutrients and toxins extracted from digested contents. Once there, the liver can process the nutrients from the blood and filter out any toxic substances it contains before the blood goes back into general circulation. It's a lot of work. Oh my Mine God. has been doing this summer. Oh, oh yeah. my God. Uh, continuing the quote, approximately 75% of total liver blood flow is through the portal vein with the remainder coming from the heptic artery proper, end quote. Mm -hmm. So this little vein so sounds, tiny. sounds kind of important. So, yeah, it's super important. Yeah, yeah. kind of vital. Yeah, my friends, uh, this is a very tiny but uber important vein, and it's a super busy highway that in this patient just got backed up for miles with air pockets blocking the road. Oh, God, Ugh. so you can't do anything yeah, which until means, you fix this problem yeah, which means for four to six hours there was a possible severe decrease in blood flow to this guy's liver oh my god and if that sounds bad yeah it was yeah um yeah. ct scans <laughs> <laughs> i agree yeah <laughs> ct scans showed that the liver had gone into what's called hepatic ischemia oh god ischemia ischemic i remember yeah. this from nurse jackie tell me more <laughs> Basically a type of liver shock thanks to a lack of sweet, sweet oxygen. Uh, the hospital crew had their hands full, to say the least, trying to turn hours of damage around. Uh, Quang He, lead author of the case report, said, quote, medical staff immediately set about trying to release the gas 
from the man's digestive system. Oh my god. He was also given medication to help protect his liver and try to stabilize his other body functions from further damage. End quote from Daily Mail. Can you imagine this guy's day? Like he was just god. having a normal day, drinking some coke, living his best 22-year-old life, and BAM! There you go. In the hospital, everyone's worried. Yeah. My God. Well, Dr. Marissa, here, however, is where things get weird. Oh. Or what? weirder. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and unfortunately, they take a very serious and sad turn. Uh, please tell us, according to the, uh, to the Daily Mail of the UK, what happened next? I would love to talk about it. I'm a little stressed. Okay, yeah. quote, after 12 hours, blood tests showed the man had serious liver damage. No, his condition deteriorated further and he died 18 hours after treatment. End quote. No. Yeah, I know. No. No. I know. I know. No. Yes, my friends, less than 24 hours after downing one and a half liters or a little over three pints of a regular soft drink, this guy died from liver failure, question mark? And no. So I know what you're thinking. What, what in the holy fuck? Also, well, how did he survive drinking Coke? And I keep surviving week after week drinking so much tequila. Yes. This is, I mean, yeah. I can't so, believe I'm saying this. Why him? Yeah. <laughs> That is a great question. And yeah. Professor Nathan Davies, a biochemist at uh, University College London, thought the same. The exact same question. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, he said the chances of dying from drinking that much soda that quickly are, quote, staggeringly unlikely. Wow. He believes this guy probably did have a gas issue, okay. for lack of a better term, but one way before the liter of coke. Oh, uh, I see. Dr. Marissa, would you like to help me explain his alternative hypothesis as reported by John Eli for mailonline.com? Of course, let's get to the bottom of this. All right, quote, uh, he speculated that a bacterial infection, a known cause of gas buildup internally may have been to blame uh, rather than the soft drink. Um, Professor Davies explained that these bacteria can form gas pockets, causing issues similar to the ones the man experienced before his death. Take it away, Jill. <laughs> you got it. So <laughs> usually this type of condition is, ca is caused because you have bacteria that has made its way from the normal gastrointestinal tract to somewhere where they're not supposed to be, in this case, in the lining of the small intestines, he said. Mm. The gas produced in the intestines can then leak into other connected areas of the body, like the portal vein. Oh, that's horrifying. All right, continuing the quote, uh, Professor Davies said that while it was possible consuming a large soft drink may have added to this gas problem, such as a uh, combination, would be extremely, uh, such a combination would be extremely unlikely. Professor Davies also also added that gas in the portal vein would not explain the lack of oxygen to the man's uh we got this i'm just sad he died okay i'm just gonna say that. okay uh professor davies also added that gas in the portal vein would not explain the lack of oxygen the man's liver was receiving <laughs> to the point. i just gave her a finger gun this is how awkward i feel However, if you have an underlying bacteria there or another sort of condition, they could be potentially producing their own toxins 
which would then be detrimental to the normal function of the organ. He said, end quote. So, my friends, was yeah. it was it bacteria? Was it a liter of Coke? Was it a little from column A and a little from column B? Maybe it was just a coincidence. I Who knows? I want to blame the bacteria Yeah, because Coke is fun. Um, <laughs> that sounded Put weird. Put it on a tote. Uh, soda, it, it's, it seems fun. It's yeah. fun. It's bad for your teeth. It, yeah. Thank you, doctor. Yeah. So either way, whatever the answer is, we don't know. We just know this was a bizarre fucking tragedy. Yeah. That could only be followed by ham. Oh, thank God. Yes. <laughs> so, yes. After the break. Uh, let's talk about the olds, the olds, the, the world's, <laughs> the world's oldest edible ham so far. Amazing. Stay tuned. Please do. Have you ever wondered what really happened to Amelia Earhart or the lost colony of Roanoke? Do you ever find yourself scouring the internet for vicious Victorians and their murders by gaslight? Or perhaps... You're just sick and tired of women being constantly misrepresented or plain lied about throughout history. If so, join me, Katie Charlwood, history harlot and reader of books on Who Did What Now, the history podcast that's not your history class, part of the Area of Media Network, available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Adios, au revoir, au revoir de zen, my friends. Bye-bye. I'll be seeing you. When Johann Rahl received the letter on Christmas Day, 1776, he put it away to read later. Maybe he thought it was a season's greeting and wanted to save it for the fireside. But what it actually was, was a warning, delivered to the Hessian colonel, letting him know that General George Washington was crossing the Delaware and would soon attack his forces. The next day, when Rawl lost the Battle of Trenton and died from two Colonial Boxing Day musket balls, the letter was found, unopened in his vest pocket. As someone with 15,000 unread emails in his inbox, I feel like there's a lesson there. Oh well, this is The Constant, a history of getting things wrong. I'm Mark Chrysler. Every episode, we look at the bad ideas, mistakes, and accidents that misshaped our world. Find us at constantpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everyone, Jill Chacha here from Well That's Interesting, and I am absolutely thrilled to tell you about Spotify for Podcasters. I use it, I love it, and it all started by downloading the free Spotify for Podcasters app, which has all the tools you need in one place to record and edit your masterpiece of a podcast. Spotify for Podcasters also distributes your show to all major platforms, so when you hit publish, your episodes will stream not only on Spotify, but I'm talking about the Apples, the Googles, Stitcher, Good Pods, the other ones. <laughs> you get the idea. And you can monetize your podcast with no minimum listenership required. You could also set up monthly subscriptions and record ads just like this one. So what are you waiting for? Download Spotify for Podcasters today and start changing the world. Oh, and please stay interesting. And we're back. We are so back. We're so back. And my fellow Americans, I think we can all agree, we fucking love a roadside attraction. Oh, we fucking love it! <laughs>
<laughs> love it. We love novelty. Yes. We worship record-breaking heroes. We really do. Oh, my God. We can't not stop eating pork products. I know I can't. <laughs> I I love pork. So, my friends, what if I told you there was a glorious place where all of this combines into a single point? I think about going. <laughs> yes, yeah, see? Yep. Yes, one may call it the epicenter of Americana. My friends, we are heading on over to the tiny but mighty Isle of Wight County Museum in Smithfield, Virginia. Oh, my God. That's the most random place. Yes. I, I was assuming, like... Like Nevada or something, but no, nope. e- so random. So wow, random. I yeah. could not have guessed that if my life <laughs> depended on it. Wow. So, Dr. Marissa, please tell us what is housed in this monumental place, as described right on the landing page of the museum's website, historic, uh, historical, no, historic Isle of White.com. <laughs> historic Isle of White.com. That's I S L E of White. W-I-G-H-T. Uh, and for emphasis, please tell us uh, when the font is in all caps. I would love to. very, very important. Nothing would make me happier. <laughs> I'll scream it. And if anyone, wa- uh, if anyone wants to uh, get flamboyantly drunk in this half of the episode, every time we say ham, take a sip or a shot of something. Oh, I wish <laughs> I had something nearby. I just have stupid water. Jam? Jam? <laughs> Maybe I'm already drunk. I don't know. So... Here we go. Okay, let's do it. All right, quote, uh, home of the world's oldest ham and world's oldest peanut. Oh my God, two for one. (laughs) Okay, keep tabs on the world's oldest ham 24-7 with the live feed of our, in all caps, ham cam. Continuing the quote, the ham in the center is, in all caps, THE, back to regular caps, ham. Uh Uh, The one with his own Twitter account, end quote. Mm -hmm. I love that this ham has pronouns, and it's he, him, his. That's right. I, sure. (laughs) And I love that there's an old peanut that didn't get a live cam. (laughs) I know. Okay. Just just the old goddamn ham. There's so much gold here. Oh, my God. Now, before we crack into the all-caps ham cam. Yes! Sorry. All right. Let's, uh, let's, uh, let's get a little backstory into why this ham is such a big deal and how this ham made Smithfield, Virginia, the champagne equivalent of ham. I just want to point out before you go forward, yeah. if you didn't have a why, if they didn't have a why, I would yeah. be fine with it. <laughs> I don't need a backstory. I just need to know it's there. Yeah, it's there. And it's definitely it's there. viewable. And it's viewable. But since we're here, let's talk about the why. <laughs> let's, let's get into it. All yep. right. And are you drunk yet? So let's, <laughs> let's drink and drive our time machine. Yes. Back to the late 1800s. Wow. <laughs> yes. Where we're with the uh, self-proclaimed peanut king of the world. Okay. Pembroke, Decatur, DeWalt, Gwalty Sr. Okay. The name does not roll off the tongue. I'll no. say it again. Pembroke, Decatur, Gwalty Sr. Uh, can I Gwaltney? try it? Gwaltney? <laughs> this, this I name, said it three different ways. This name is like breaking my dyslexic heart right yeah. now. I uh, Okay. Pembroke, Dec- Decatur, Gwaltney Sr. That's a pain in the ass. I'm sweating. I am drenched. Okay. So... <laughs> 
According to RoadsideAmerica.com, quote, for reasons lost to time. Oh, God. <laughs> he picked a peanut in 1890, wrote the year on its shell, and kept it. Later using the peanut, said Jennifer England, director of the Isle of Wight County Museum, to promote his business, end quote. This is someone's dad, and they're a little (laughs) embarrassed about it. But they shouldn't be! It's awesome! It made history. Uh, My friends, that peanut has survived ever since 1890, making it the oldest known peanut to date. But but step step aside, fucker, that's not why we're here. Yep. Uh, now, some tragedies hit the Gwaltney family. Uh, senior died in 1960. Uh, si- oh my God, what's wrong with me today? <laughs> <laughs> had too much old ham. Too much old ham. <laughs> so, some tragedies hit the Gwaltney family. Uh, senior died in 1916, and the peanut farm burned to the ground in 1921. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so sorry. Oh, man. Okay, it left Gwaltney Jr. to lean into the family's side business, of cured hams. Here we go. That's right. Now we're cooking with gas. That's right. Now, legend has it, 1921, Gwaltney Jr. was making his way through the curing house, and he came across a leg of ham that had been hanging there for 20 years, completely, <gasps> completely overlooked. Oh, no. Its tag read it was produced in 1902. Oh, my God. But, but it looked amazing, like it was made yesterday. Oh, my God. That's how good ham is. That's how good their ham is. Now, oh. my friends, Gwaltney Jr. had a eureka moment. And it was this discovery that would eventually make Smithfield ham, or Smithfield, I should say, the ham capital of America. I love it. I yeah. love it. The ham capital of America. Right. It sounds like something Homer Simpson would dream about. This is very Homer Simpson. Oh. Yeah, let's get into it. Dr. Marissa, please tell us what crazy shit did Junior do to market his family's new endeavor? Oh my God, let's talk about it. All right, quote, uh, Gwaltney Jr. God, that's a really tough name. I should, <laughs> should change it or not. So I, I'll stop talking about it. Gwaltney Jr. had the ham insured, <laughs> kept it in a big iron safe in his office and put an image of it on his letterhead. I respect the mm-hmm. brand. Uh, he fashioned a brass collar and a leash for it. I stopped respecting it. Uh, <laughs> called it his pet ham and took it to trade shows and and county fairs where it was exhibited as proof of the preservative powers of Junior's ham smoking methods. His efforts were noticed by Robert Ripley who made the ham and the peanut a believe it or not exclamation point feature in 1929 and again in 1932 and that was from end quote and that was from roadsideamerica.com i love everything about that except for the leash i don't know why that makes me feel really stressed yeah it's a little uncomfortable yeah (laughs) everything else i'm fascinated by he's got a thing he's got a thing it's his thing um you know i back to respecting it it was his (laughs) thing and no one was getting hurt that's true that is very true that's great it made Ripley's Believe It or Not twice. That's that's something. That's a big deal. Yeah. Uh, Junior doubled down on the lost ham, carrying it around with him everywhere like it was a baby, and he was the proud father. Mm. Uh, Dr. Marissa, would you like to see a life-size cutout of Junior holding the ham? Um, I didn't before, but I, I do now. <laughs> I really do. I didn't even I didn't even know that was going to be a question. This is happening. So this life-size photo can be found on our social media stuffs. Uh, it can also be seen at the museum itself. Uh, all right. Here we go. This is Junior holding his ham. This is horrifying. 
This is the, I mean, I thought it was going to be kind of cute. It's really desperate. It's an old man. It's an old man With in a, a three-piece suit who looks like he's about to cry. And he's holding <laughs> a paper, a ham wrapped in paper, I think. No, that is the cured ham. Never mind. It's just the ham. It's a little wrinkly. Um, and and I, I hate this. Um, this is going to haunt me. It's true. I mean... <laughs> And I fell asleep during 2007's Funny Games today. So that's that's how scary this is. Again, I respect the hell out of him, but oh, it's yeah. scary Absolutely. as fuck. Very important. A man in his ham. <laughs> if you saw this at night, it, it would it would it would just I would shit my pants. Uh, yeah, I would shit my pants. I mean, I'm not gonna lie. There's an, yeah, there's no other proper reaction. But uh, yeah, all right, let's move on. <laughs> Uh, needless to say, uh, being featured in Ripley's Believe It or Not, not once, but twice, uh, Junior and his pet ham became a sensation. Yeah. And you know what happens in America when someone becomes a pop star. They can influence just about anything. True. Including the law. What? Oh, yeah. What Here we law? Go. What law is? Okay. <laughs> Tell me. Yes. Junior wanted to officially distinguish Smithfield hams from regular hams, thus elevating their status even further. Oh, God. Quote, Gwaltney Jr. drafted legislation, later signed into law by Virginia's governor, Ugh. requiring that all, air quotes, Smithfield hams be produced within the city limits. Okay. Uh, he, had, he had each ham branded to ensure its authenticity, end quote, from Roadside America. That's so, really interesting. So that's, yeah. just, that's just branding. It's branding. He, he, like, he really straddles the line between branding and creepy. I didn't even know <laughs> there was a line there, but there is. And he is just one foot, dancing back yep. and forth, one foot on each side. <laughs> Holding his ham. Holding his ham. I'm okay. You, you know, oh, do you think he ever went on a date um, and had like the ham in his bag? Absolutely. And then said, um, and then, a, and then looked at, at, at a woman or a man and was like, would you like to hold my ham? Yes. And they were like, I would love to hold your hand. And he was like, no, no my ham. <laughs> and then pulled it out. Yes. And they were like, oh my God, I have to go feed my cat. I'm so sorry. I have to leave her now. <laughs> have a good night. <laughs> Of course, I'll t I'll call you back, <laughs> or or letter you back. I don't know what people did then. So, I could I could see that perfectly. That was great. Thank yeah, you. You're welcome. <laughs> that was so great. Oh God. So my friends, just like tequila and champagne, you can't call you can't call a Smithfield ham a Smithfield ham if it's not from Smithfield. Okay. And thus, it won't be as delicious and well preserved like Hammy the pet ham. Oh God. That's right. Its name is Hammy. Oh, no. <laughs> wow. And, and to this day, you can go and see it at the Isle of Wight Museum or, you guessed it, via the ham cam. Yeah. And uh, I was wondering, Dr. Marissa, did you want to take a peek yeah. of the ham cam? Yes. All right. Let's I do, do it. So, yes. <laughs> uh, so it is the ham in the middle. Uh, oh, oh, really? Yeah. This, this, <laughs> this, <laughs> there are several fucking hams. Oh, Wow. There are several, but it's the one in the middle. Okay. Uh, let me pull up the ham cam right now. Uh, Isle of Wight. I like how we're both a little nervous. <laughs> dot com. Uh, and it's on the landing page. So if you just type in Isle of Wight dot com, it's, it's right there. So let me hit the play button. Wow. So that would be it right there. Okay. All right. So, um, so I'm looking at. Ah, oh, my God. <laughs> no. All right. Ah. 
describe what happened. Okay, whoops. So, okay, so there was like a thumbnail and it was like a picture of the inside of this museum. Yeah. And it looks like a museum. There's all kinds of little displays. And then in, in the corner of the screen, you see three hams and a display case. The middle ham is the ham. And right next to it is that big cutout that we were talking about. Oh my God, And when guys. she hit play to the live the live footage, the live feed, yeah. uh, everything went dark because it is the night. Yes. We are viewing this oh. in the night. Oh, God, it's terrifying. After dark, it's all closed, and it's horrifying. It looks like a ghost <laughs> is about to eat this ham. It looks like a junior oh. himself, Mr. Gualti, is yeah. probably haunting and oh caressing that ham and, yeah, and I highly... making love to it. <laughs> Obviously, that's what happened. Okay, I had to say it. <laughs> it had to happen. One of us once. had to say it. It had to happen at least once. And it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No one got hurt. So, uh, yeah, I highly recommend look, checking out the ham cam at night. Oh my God, is... there's, you can see headlights of yeah. nearby cars. It's really <laughs> scary. Please check out the ham cam at night. It is wild. The ham cam. It is wild. I, I there are no words. I have to take a screenshot. Can you take a screenshot of this, Doctor Marissa? Yeah, yeah, for we have sure. To put this on our social Control media. Control Shift Four. Yeah. Nope, that's wrong. No, Control you got it. No, you got it. Four. Okay, here we go. Here we go. And, and boom, it. you can uh, cut that to a better size. Oh wow, that is that's going on the Twitter. <sighs> yep. Oh wow. All right, that was. Everything I could have possibly hoped for and more. <laughs> Emphasis on more. Yes. All right. Let's uh, get out of that window. Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> that was wild. Okay. So I'm happy to report uh, this cured ham just celebrated its 100. Red hot... <laughs> I can't. I'm just. Sh- I'm shook. We're, we're I'm so shook. So shook. We're both like bright pale. <laughs> bright pale. I don't even know. I'm happy to report this cured ham just celebrated its 100th and 120 <laughs> 120th birthday. There we go. 100th 120th birthday this past July 9th. Uh, at the top of the site, historicisleofwhite.com, you'll see a tab deliciously labeled Hammy Birthday 2022. Dear God. And uh, if you're wondering, did they actually throw a party for of it? Of course they did. Uh, you're fucking damn right they did. Yeah. Uh, the marketing continues, my friends. It never ends. Uh, Dr. Marissa, according to the invite on the site, uh, what took place on July 9th from 1 to 3 p.m.? Crossing my fingers, it's a seance um, <laughs> for the pig and its poor spirit uh, that lives here. Okay, quote, join us in this annual tribute to the birthday boy, wow, with games, the singing of Hammy Birthday, a barbershop quartet, special guests, poetry, the Blackwater Regional Library, and of course, cake. End quote. Wowee. Yes. Wowee. It's a thing. It Hammy a- Birthday. Hammy Birthday. Hammy. Complete with barbershop quartet. My <laughs> God. Uh, oddly enough, no ham was eaten. What the fuck? But poetry, yes, poetry was written by adoring fans of the ham to the ham as a birthday gift. Okay. I swear to God. And if you have time and love poetry about ham, head on over to the site <laughs> and read the hundreds of poems submitted by wordsmiths from around the world. I'm mm. serious. People fucking love this ham. Um, I cannot not read one to you. Of course. As I think it's the perfect example of 
people's love and obsession for the world's oldest ham. And it is also the perfect way to end this in-betweeny. So, Dr. Marissa, would you like to alternate verses? Of course, nothing would make me happier. Okay, why don't you uh, take us away? All right, so this uh, is called Ode to a Ham. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very nice font. Okay, um, here we go. There once was a piggy in 1902 who wondered and dreamed of the things he can do. He could do, sorry. There you go. Would he be sausage or would he be bacon? Oh, God. What piggy path would this piggy be taking? <laughs> Whatever it was, he knew he'd be great. He'd never become just a pork on a plate. This is scary. <laughs> He wanted to be the best ham there was yet, and what could be better than ham as a pet? <laughs> That's what he became, with love and some salt, the world's oldest ham, this pig we exult! And so he rules on by day and by night in Smithfield, Virginia, in the Isle of Wight. And that was written by Elena Muro of Newport News, Virginia. Yeah. You snap for poems, yeah. right? Let's do it. There we go. Gorgeous. Uh, Elena, that was really just wonderful. That really was a perfect poem. That was a perfect poem. Haunting. It made me feel some uh, things. Many things. Many things. And um, yeah, thank you for listening. Yeah, wow. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. For rating, subscribing, telling your friends about Hammy the Ham. Yeah. The world's oldest ham. Who celebrated a hammy birthday. 120th birthday. Oh, I can damn. say it, finally. <laughs> <laughs> Tell them that they'll die from drinking soda. Yeah, be And careful. no follow-up. Don't give them context or details. Just yeah. tell them that they're going to die. Ghost them. Stop talking to them <laughs> after it. And please, stay interesting. Please do.